have you ever wanted to guest on a podcast like this one that you're listening to right now? Well, you can. You can definitely do this by visiting a website called Podmatch, where you can sign up and be available for all different types of podcasts that you can guest on. Or you can even search for a podcast and say, I want to I want to guest on your podcast. I think we'd be a good match. So if you want to do this, you can go to our unique link, which is joinpodmatch.com forward slash reality. And you can sign up and do exactly that. And you can find us and you can guest on our podcast. So again, that unique link is www.joinpodmatch.com. That's J-O-I-N-P-O-D-M-A-T-C-H.com forward slash reality, R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A. And you can be a guest on our podcast. Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Janika, and today we're going to be discussing B90. Again, guys, thank you for being so patient with us um, with these episodes, trying to get them out to you as quickly as possible. Um, But yeah, bombarded. (laughs) So we don't have any hot goss to discuss um any hot goss that we had was put with the uk episode which you guys already have so we do have some memes though so we'll do some memes and then we'll hop into the episode so first meme your daddy could have blocked her too but he chose mess that is very true that is a great point next Riley, if Violet constantly lies, why continue the relationship? Truth. People are shooting some truth out there right now. Next meme. My inner circle is small too. But it's not another, it's not date another guy on Valentine's Day small. Agreed. Next. I talk to women like they're people. We'll talk about it when we get to it. But that is it for the memes for this week. Of course, there are a few more that will be posted to the socials. And again, I probably will be posting a lot of this at the end of the week. The ones that I have said I will post because I haven't yet posted the picture of Colty yet, but that will be coming soon. So let's get into the reason that we are here B90 season six, episode 17, tell all part one. So Misha is the first to arrive. Then Styler shows up. Her digestive system is good at the moment, she says. So that's great to hear. Um, Statler thinks that Misha is nice, but 
After all, she's really Catholic and she's really gay. Fair. That's fucking fair. Yeah. I do think Misha, I think the thing with Misha, yes, she's Catholic, but I think Misha is the kind of person that because she's lived a life of devil worship, um, (laughs) Nicola would say that. I don't say that. I'm just saying what he probably would say. Um, That she probably has this well-balanced that maybe some people don't have. So, like, Nicola. So, anyway, um, then Riley, he shows up. He says, listen, I'm not here to judge because my shit stinks too. (laughs) You know what? Awareness is key, Riley. Thank you for that. Um. So, uh, then Christian shows up. He looks like he came out of the Grease movie. Um, he looks like he's like a greaser, legitimately, with the jacket that he was wearing, um, before he changed into the clothes he was wearing for the tell-all. Um, Riley does want to speak to Nicola. This is what he tells Misha. He's ready to come for the man. And he says, and I love this because this is true. He says, my mom told me to never use the Bible for your bad behaviors. Amen to that. Anyway, so um, David shows up. And of course, fucking of course. And you know they're going to do it again. They're going to do it again next episode. They did the stupid, let's turn the audio off because the the life of a deaf person. Stop it, Matt Sharp, TLC. Cut it the fuck out. We get it. He can't hear. Why do you need to constantly point out, though, his disability? Do you do why? Will you do the same thing if someone was blind? You're going to cut the fucking lights out then too because let's point out their disability? For fuck's sake, stop it. Like, I'm so frustrated. If they do this again for another, if they, if they do this again, like if David comes back, uh, David and Sheila come back, they do this for somebody else. Because again, I mentioned that in the beginning, I was okay with it because they did this for, um, for someone who was deaf on love during lockup, who's now on love after lockup. And again, can't remember her name. And they did do the, the one time. And I thought that was okay. Because they literally did it the one time and I, I I didn't see it again from my memory. I didn't miss the first episode of the new season. So I don't know if they did it then. But they didn't ever did it again. So this is why I'm wondering, like, what's going on here? Can you stop it? So anyway, rant over. Um, he is excited to meet everyone. He's never been to New York before, so today's his first time. Um, Misha asks if David's family saw the whole donut hand signals. <laughs> um, Riley says, why donuts? And Statler says, because it tastes good. (laughs) Shit. True, I guess. Anyway. um, David thinks that Amanda is mean. 
<laughs> Putting it nicely. Christian thinks that she is not content. No shit. Then Amanda comes in. And she's so fucking rude with her stank face because she comes in and she doesn't even say hello to a single person. She beelines it to her chair. And this is why millennials get a bad fucking name. We don't claim her. Let's move on. Um, And of course we see her blaming the editing for the person we saw. Um, Bitch, no. Fucking stop it. Clearly it wasn't the editing because spoiler alert, you and Rasmin aren't together so clearly he shut up. (sighs) And over again. So anyway, Christian says he is not nervous about talking to women because, as I've mentioned on top of the episode, they're human. Thank you, Christian, for stating the fucking obvious that we as women are human. That's not the fucking problem. I am human, okay? But I don't want you, another human, to a human, talking to me if I don't want you to fucking talk to me. You know what I mean? I'm sure there are men who are human, who are are introverted, who don't want another woman coming up to them just because, well, you're human. So I can talk to you. Like, I I know that's a bad example. I know women face different things than men do. I get that. Like, men don't face that as much as women do. I completely understand that. But it's just me trying to put my point across of, what's your point? (laughs) What's your point? Um. Anyway, Amanda says that um, some of the the class are toxic. Um, um, One toxic person to another, I guess, right? Uh, The producer does say, want to name names? And she says, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Then they say Jasmine and Gina's relationship is toxic. Um, she says that, uh, I think Statler, Statler says that she is happy that they don't need to be in the same room because Jasmine is in Panama, right? Right? Um, and then this is when we see someone walking in their heels and we only see the heels. We don't see who it is. We do see someone walking in their heels and then walks in walks Gino. And he says, guys, listen, I got some shocking news. And then again, we see those shoes. And then in walks Jasmine. And she says, I made it to America, bitches. Oh, my God. I mean, obviously, we knew she was in America. Again, kind of going back. My just weeks and weeks and weeks ago, where I spoiled that she was spotted with Mike of Mac and Himener. Um, and uh, yeah, that that, that that was spotted. We knew she was in America, we knew this. What we didn't know is that she had recently just showed up, like, she's probably only been there for like uh, not very long, but we didn't know this. But we didn't know she was here. And obviously, with the cast of 
the OG series being um, uh, announced, we obviously know she's in, in the States. We know this. So not surprised to see her there, but I wish they did better by this. I wish they didn't show them in the previews together. I wish they didn't show that because then we would have gotten the shock of when did she make it? Oh shit, she made it on the she made it for the tell-all of this season. So like again, editors, do better. Just a little better. Give us the shock element, you know? It's shock for the cast, but I too as a viewer want to be shocked. Anyway, so she anyway, she's here. Um Jasmine says she heard everything that everyone was saying. But as soon as she walked in, silence. It's true. Because they're fucking scared of her at the end of the day. Um, anyway, so she does tell them that she knows all that she well, she just told us. And she says, listen, like a fucking queen, this girl's like, I'm familiar with all of your stories, and listen, we all have baggage. <laughs> There are ways they shut the fuck up about my relationship. And um, and then Statler just jumps in and says, do you recognize that you're toxic as fuck? Statler, that's the thing. She knows she's toxic as fuck. She does know this. But she leans into the, well, I have some mental issues and whatever. Or... Not so much issues, I don't want to say that, but she has like anxiety and, and whatnot. Like she leans in hard on that, which I don't want to take away from. I'm sure there's some truth in that for sure. But um she's well aware of what she's doing. She she is so aware. So there's nothing Sattler can say to her that's gonna make a difference. That's that's the point I'm getting at here. Um so now, let's head to the stage, y'all, because it's tell-all time. And uh, in walks Sean, looking incredible, as always. So, I will talk looks, but I'm going to wait till part two um, to talk looks. But what stands out to me the most is Jasmine looked incredible. Um, she looked amazing. She she was gorgeous. Um, Right now, where I stand is based on my memory of looks. Statler needs to do a lot better. I don't know what it is. If it's the choice of clothing that she chose. If it's how she does her hair. But she needs to do a little better. Sorry, I I really do. Dempsey looked incredible. Cleo looked incredible. Like, yeah. So I will talk looks more in depth. Um, and the end of part two. Um, so the tell all starts. And of course, as we know, we have a live studio audience for the first time. Gino and Jasmine, Sean basically cannot believe that they are both here in person. And she says, listen, what happened at the embassy? And they tell her that, um, they had to postpone the interview and maybe it had to do with their system. Um, but we'll get more into that later. Right. So David and Sheila, um, he's doing well. They're doing great. David now has a beard. 
and Sheila would prefer him without the beard. Um, he says he's not going to shave it. So, yeah, that's their point of contention <laughs> that Jean kind of mentions. Um, I, what I'll say is change is difficult, especially if you're used to your partner a certain way. So just again, again, I go here, but my, my boyfriend, same thing. He, when I met him, he didn't have a beard. I think my, my ex is the same thing. I bet both of them hair clean, uh, clean shaven pretty much for the most part, um, or shaven close to scalp. Um, no beard, no nothing. My ex did that. He changed drastically and it was an adjustment for me, but I adjusted with my boyfriend. Honestly, <laughs> randomly did it because he had been doing it like the same way for years, closely shaven, no beard for years. Um, probably good like half the time I've half the time I've known him. And he just randomly started doing it during COVID because he had actually gotten COVID. So he wasn't shaving, his hair had grown out a little bit. And he said, I'm a mess. Like, you know. I don't normally look like this. And I said to him, I don't know why that's turning me on a little bit. I cannot picture my boyfriend without a beard. I can't. I love the beard. And obviously I take care of it, but I love the beard. I love the beard on David. I thought he looked great. I am team beard. <laughs> For that main reason. Um, Sheila will adapt. She'll be fine. But yeah. So that's basically it for them. For now. Meta and Rosvin. So basically. After she returned to the States. He felt that he had to take a step back. uh, In order to be ready for, for this. So that guy said in the beginning, they are not together. And I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that the minute she was away from him and the minute he was able to breathe, that he would he would probably want to take a step back. I think he made fuck, he made the right decision, please. Um so then Christian and Cleo, surprise, surprise, they are still together. Misha's also surprised because um he likes to talk to other women, she says, right? Rathvin doesn't think that they are compatible and that um, he is just not on the same page with Cleo. Well said. Misha and Nicola haven't seen each other in a year, but he is going, he's coming to the States soon, he says. Um, before they get into the whole, I don't think the K1 visa has been done or anything like that. Um, and we'll get an update on the annulment soon enough. So Ty Ray, he is here with us, but he's not in studio. He's over video call because I'm gathering based on some of the symptoms he said he was feeling that he was either sick or had COVID. So he's not there. Um, He says he's doing good. 
he just doesn't want to be asked constantly about what happened. He doesn't want to have to relive it. Well, I mean. <laughs> um, and then Statlow and Dempsey, they're also still together. Riley and Violet, duh, not together. Um, and Violet basically says that she just wants to share the truth um, about what we as an audience don't know. I'm interested. I'm interested. We we don't get any Riley and Violet really for this episode, but we'll get there eventually with episode with part two. So let's jump into Gino and Jasmine first, or on or in the quote unquote hot seat. Um, God, this is great. So she has only been there now for a few days. Um, she thinks that. When God made Michigan, he didn't actually intend for people to live there. Then Sean says, well, your host is a Michigan-born woman. So, and she's like, oh, sure. <laughs> like, so, yeah. So, John's basically like, hold up, hold, hold up. <laughs> I mean... I've never been to Michigan by any means. I haven't, I haven't been there. Um, but Michigan is not far from, you can literally hop skip to, to Ontario and uh, depending on where you are in Michigan. Um, and uh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get it. From my from my understanding, I believe Sudbury is right near Michigan, and um, Sudbury got some fucked up winters. <laughs> so Sudbury is not near me; it's not near me at all. Um, it's not far, but it's not all time far in comparison to other places. But it's um, yeah, stay there. I'm happy with what we get. Um, so anyway. So we see um, an error before scene. It's kind of attached to a scene we already did see. So the only part that we really need to know. So just to preface, this is the scene that she had with Dane Dan when she like left the apartment to call him on video call. Um, I don't know why the fuck Dane Dan's not here. We need a Dane. Well, we're going to get more. We're going to get more later. Do we get Dane Dan? Oh my God. Please bring Dane Dan. Um, so anyway, this is that conversation with Dane Dan. So really the only part that is new that we didn't see is where she says to him, um, that she is dry as sand. Oh, boy. Gino is clearly not pleased by this. He says, talking to her ex about our sex life is messed up, 100%. Everyone else agrees. Um, he brings up how she called him baby, called Dane Dan baby, as we knew this already. Also completely inappropriate. Um, he says, you don't do that. She says that she wanted a male's 
or validation from a male's perspective. So she went to Dane Dan. So then Sean says, have there been other meetings with Dane Dan that Gino doesn't know about? Well, yes. Yes. She says that she just didn't know if she would see Dane Dan again when she moved to the States. So Dane Dan proposed. Pause, pause, pause. And you're like, oh, she proposed what? He proposed a goodbye dinner. Jano says, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Styler actually asked, did that include sex afterwards? <laughs> like, and Amanda says, so you basically went on a date with Dane Dan. That is true. That is very true. She she did. Let's be real here because it gets worse. Um, then Sean asks, okay, so when was this goodbye dinner? And she says, nonchalantly, as if no one's going to pick up on the date. February 14th. <laughs> Are you okay, ma'am? And she says, like, there's like, wait, Valentine's Day. And she says, yes, the day of friends. <laughs> Girl, who said that? <laughs> it's not, I mean, I think someone said, yeah, the day of friends is actually February 15th, which I don't know if that's actually a real date, but um, like a real day. But I'm like, wait, no, listen. February 14th is technically supposed to be Day of Lovers, you know? For me, Valentine's Day doesn't really mean a whole lot of anything. It's my dad's birthday. It is my uncle's birthday, who are brothers, by the way, but not twins. And um, yeah, so I it's it's family members' birthdays for me, really. It's not like one of those days that I would expect a whole big to-do. Like, that's not for me. That's never been for me. Um, so, yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, it is Valentine's Day, the day for lovers. So she says, too, that she didn't know it was Valentine's Day until they got to the restaurant and they saw, like, balloons and everything. Girl, Jasmine, Jasmine, you're trying to tell me you, Jasmine, didn't know it's Valentine's Day? I highly fucking doubt that shit. Because I guarantee you, if Gina says, well, I just forgot that it was Valentine's Day, she would lose her fucking shit on him. Oh, please. No. Bullshit. <laughs> anyway. um, So, Tyree is dying <laughs> at this point. Um, and Sean asks, does anyone buy this? No, no, no one does. Um, so I think it was Amanda asked, like, did he give you something? Like, did he give you a gift? And she says that he bought her a card and flowers. And then there was that dinner. So this is a legit date. Okay. Gino says, why would you do that? And Amanda says, so would you be okay if the roles were reversed and he did that to you? Jasmine completely ignores the question or doesn't answer it 
to make sense to the question. Instead, she says, I don't see a problem with me being friends with Dane Dan. Just not the question that Amanda actually asked you. Um, so Christian says, well, she was clearly looking for attention. You would know. But she also agrees with this because she says, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You are telling me that I need attention? You're telling me that I'm needy when you're an attention whore? And she says, one attention whore to the next attention whore. <laughs> um, Jasmine then says that her and Dane Dan, um, that they're just friends. Listen, guys. They had so much sex that they just got sick and tired of it. Said no one ever. <laughs> and that says Jasmine never because she like is like last season begging for Gino's meat on the tell-all. This season, she's like begging him to have sex with her, got her for JJ Titan so that he would think she's more like a virgin or something like come on you don't even say that ma'am like calm down misha says um that is so gross <laughs> dollar is making like digging motions so she's digging her grave here um Stotler says it should be as simple as gino saying don't be friends with him anymore and you respecting it 100 100 percent but again, I do say this, though, Stoller, just like how you were still friends with your ex-girlfriend and didn't tell Dempsey. Let me continue. So um, someone says toxic. I think it was Riley, but I'm not sure. Um, Misha says, at what point, Gino, do you say she doesn't care about how you feel? So then Sean asks, is there a sex video from one month prior of Gino arriving there that you have with Dane Dan? And then there's a pause. And then Jasmine says that they did do one sex video together, her and Dane Dan. But it was long before her relationship with Gino. Now, I had a problem here because Gino says why would you do that it's so fucked up why are you judging son of a bitch like what's wrong with doing as far as I'm concerned I don't give a shit that she did a video with Dane Dan especially if it was done long before she even knew you existed what she did prior to your relationship with her none of your damn concern so don't judge it's because I honestly think it wasn't so much judging. I think it was more of, well, why'd you do a video with him and not with me? That's what I think it was more so. But you don't have to word it like that. You don't have to word it anyway, honestly. So then Gino says, can I see it? The fuck? I had someone do this with me too. I won't say who, but I, I had this someone do this with me as well. And I'm like, no, you can't <laughs> see my sex tape that I did with somebody else before I was with you. Like, no, go away. Um. Anyway, she says, you're sick. 
And he says, I just want to see the date. He doesn't actually want to see the tape itself. Yeah, I think he would. And for her to say, like, that's that's sick. That's a fucking kink that they would love. Come on now. Um, She says that if it is still in the cloud, I will show you. What? So wait. And this is something that is he does bring up in a little bit why do you still have it like that's the thing is like i don't keep videos if i do a video with somebody if i am then in another relationship i get rid of those like that one particular video that was done was years ago there was a little bit of an overlap but then when i was with my with that particular person, it uh, it was deleted. <laughs> Especially after he asked me if he could see it, I was like, no. And then I deleted it. And it's been gone to wherever for a long, long, long time. So, anyway, Sean asks, when did you last speak to Dane Dan? And... She says when she arrived um, and to also talk about how things were going with Gino. But that's it. She hasn't spoken to him since. Um, So we uh, will be coming back to them in a little bit. Sean tells us. That's it for now. Um, So now we're on a break. And Gino asks again, like, why do you still have it? And she says, I will delete it. And she says that you, um, you're being so judgmental. You act like you don't know me. And um, I can deal with others being like that, but not you. Uh, in the other room, Styler says, as someone who has been with a narcissistic um, abuser, I know what it looks like. Then we see Jasmine saying again that you better stand by my side. I am in a new country and you're not making that easier. Now we're going back on stage. Stallar and Dempsey, they're next for us to talk about. We also see a never before seen with Stallar and Dempsey. And we see Statler basically. This was this was hilarious. We see Statler says like, "I need to go pee," and then she's going to go pee, and she says, "I'm gonna shit myself." And Dempsey's like, "Get your shovel and go outside." <laughs> this was great. Statler says, "There is no shovel. I gotta go." And then. We see her outside and she's, um, yeah, we see her kind of like, she's actually like running to get outside. And then we see her squatting and she's shitting. And to end the scene off, she then has to say, it's like I'm giving birth to the devil. Oh my God. (laughs) But, um, 
So anyway, that's the end of the scene. Dempsey says that she has never her um had someone poop outside of her home before, so that was new for her. And um we find out here that they will not be living on the farm, but instead they have some big plans. So they have decided to buy a camper van and travel. So basically they're going to have an RV life. Dempsey has been selling her things, Statler tells us, but Statler, of course, has not sold anything um, and that she uh, has to do it at the last minute. Because this is too much for her, she says. So Statler will be the person who's going to be working for the first couple of months. Uh, Dempsey won't be able to work, but at least Statler can. And Statler says that she would prefer someone who is more financially stable. And I said, but you're agreeing to do this. Clearly there's something going on because from also from we heard that there are some issues with the friend, Dempsey's friend, who she works on the farm for. So I, I'm, yeah, want to know what that is. I think hopefully we'll get some information there. But So they're going to be starting this life in about two weeks. This is Dempsey's idea, Stiller says. And she's just following. And uh, But there will be a working toilet. That's great to know. And, um, again, we did have that spoiler. We saw Dempsey in Texas in the same area where Saller is from. Clearly, they took us, like, well, no, wait, because Saller was actually over a video. So, I don't know. Now I'm confused. Maybe they just, maybe they just traveled to Texas from Europe. Anyway. Um, then we have another never, never before seen and Dempsey we see as we did see previously is staging Stallers but JJ as we did see before just in a different setting um, she burns it apparently <laughs> and then she gives Stallor an egg that's supposed to go inside and it's going to cleanse from the inside. Okay. Um, so she does put it in, but then she kind of gets up and she's like, I think it's trying to come back out. Salar says, because the ball is too pure for your vagina. Basically, all the demons are just going to fall right out of your vagina eventually. Wow. Um, but anyway, that's basically, basically the end of the scene there. But um, Statler does say that it's uncom- it was uncomfortable, the whole situation. She said she felt like a chicken. Not so much cleansed, but like a chicken. Um, then we start talking Statler's sex life. And we start listing off all of the um, different places that she's had sex that we knew about. Uh, the other place that I d- forgot that she mentioned, but rang a bell when she said it, was that she had sex in a church while the mass was happening. I still want to know how. 
I want to know how that the how. Um, obviously, this is being brought up in front of devout Catholics. So we, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Ty Ray says Jesus. Um, <laughs> Nicola breathes very deeply, very deeply. And then he says, because he's been asked, that this is a very, you know, is not respectable uh, thing to do. Um, He says, it's a sin that you must ask forgiveness for on your knees, he says. He says, why go to church and do it in church? And I do get that. I do understand that. For me, there is a time and there is a place. And one of those times and places is not at church during Mass. I do agree with that. Um, so, but y'all know what you were doing saying this in front of Nicola and Misha. You you knew. Um, so, yeah. Christian does say, well, yeah, it is disrespectful. Like, I wouldn't do that. Um, but at the end of the day, Dempsey is not bothered by Statler's past. So then we see Statler's friend, Natalie, who we did see her calling when she was in London, uh, England. So um, she thinks that this feels like fun time for Statler. Um, Jasmine asks, like, what makes Dempsey special, though, for Stadler? Natalie says, I'm not 100% sure Dempsey is special, to be honest. I'm going to say my thoughts on this friend in a little bit because something's a fishy with her. Um, Dempsey's eyes go wide when she says this. And she also then says that Natalie's opinion is invalid. Yeah. Um, she said, just because Natalie says that felt, uh, Natalie says that felt a tad aggressive, but yeah, you kind of came in hard a little bit yourself. So, okay. Statler says it does surprise her. Um, but she is blunt, she says, but, um, but why is she not special? Well, because according to Natalie, she's not special because she hasn't met her. The fuck you say, ma'am? That's besides the point. That doesn't mean that she's not special though. It means you don't know her. There's a difference. This is why I say I have thoughts on her in a minute. Um, Misha asks, are there any red flags? Because she feels that there should be. Statler says communication is a problem. And again, is Misha saying that there's red flags with Dempsey? Because I think there might be red flags with Statler. Am I seeing things incorrectly here? I don't know. Um, Yes, anyways, the communication is a problem. She thinks that they would benefit from couples therapy. So then Sean asks Dempsey if she agrees 
um, about this. Y'all know response. I counted the seconds. It was eight seconds about, give or take, with no response from Dempsey. Just a blank-ass stare. But um, Sally does ask, like, do you want to answer? Dempsey finally says that she wasn't going to. She wasn't going to give an answer. But they have talked about um, about this. They do have a plan. And um, a therapist basically would be a last resort for them. No, therapy should be your first resort so that you don't have to then come to your last resort. You know what I mean? I think we need to start thinking that way, but whatever. Um, so now we found, we find out from Statler that they are on the same page now about kids, which is basically that um, they are both at I don't know, basically. Natalie says, I don't know. I didn't, or I didn't know that they both had made up their minds. It's only not your business, though. Um, but she does say, like, if like, this is something you should upon a dating profile, because, like, you're fundamentally. Incompatible with each other, that like you would have swiped left on each other if you put this on your. Who puts this shit on their dating profile? Like I haven't been out of the game for a while, okay, but I don't recall putting that shit on my pro. I recall saying if you like, you could say if you had kids or something, but I I, I still feel like even that wasn't really there. So I'm just like, the fuck you say? Like I don't think that's on a dating profile. And I don't think anyone will put that on a dating profile because some of the people are just trying to get laid. <laughs> first, first and foremost, but you're trying to get a gateway in. Like, you know what I mean? I, these, uh, I don't agree with that. I think there is, again, time and place. But I do think this is a conversation you do need to have before you start making leaps and bounds. But, yeah. So, um, so... Sean basically says, I think it was Sean actually says, what advice would you give Dempsey? Natalie says that she already knows this, but take care of Statler. That's not advice, you dum-dum. That's just telling her what she needs to do. <laughs> like, she says advice, advice on Statler, you know? Like, uh, I don't know. But anyway. She then says that she's great. I love her. Uh, and she gets very emotional. To end us off, Dempsey doesn't say much of anything back to her. So my thoughts on Natalie is I think Natalie's in love with Stotler. Because her reaction was very weird. Maybe maybe she's a Pisces. I don't know. Maybe she's very emotional. But or like a water sign. But I just I I I mm, I don't know. I felt I, it felt very odd to me. I thought, is she in love with Stotler? And yeah, that seemed very odd. Like I don't know, but that seemed very odd. But anyway, that's it for Stotler. 
and Dempsey. I don't know if that's for now. If we're going to come back to them, I don't know, but that's it for now. And we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we will jump in with the rest of the episode. Do you want to spice up your love life? Well, you can make that happen by going to Love Shop, where you can get sorts of different things, whether it's for both you and your partner or just for yourself. For solo play, you can get things, all types of vibrators, maybe more kinky type toys, or you can just buy what every person may need, like lingerie or protection or even just something to make it a little more fun, like games or novelty things. You can do all of this by going to Love Shop, and you can use our unique coupon code REALITYT2 to get 10% on anything your hearts desire. So that's loveshop.ca, L-O-V-E-S-H-O-P, dot ca and use our unique coupon code reality2 that's r-e-a-l-i-t-e-a and the number two and we are back so we are going to jump in with now misha and nicola so we do find out that Nicola will be coming to the States a week from the tell-all. So, for those who stayed away from the tell-all, he's definitely in the States um, by the time of this airing. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I guess at this point he's probably been in the states for maybe a month and a half to two months um i believe she mentioned he can stay for three so um yeah <laughs> time to run out but uh, he is not here on a k1 visa so the annulment we have an update from Misha. not even nicola knows this so she does say that they have been waiting now for a year and a half for it. Um, and she explains like the archdiocese have to make that decision um, on whether or not she can uh, get the annulment. So Christian says, um, are you actually going to let a bunch of old dudes tell you or, or decide your future for you? 100% I agree with him and the hell no which is one of those reasons why as a person brought up in Catholicism I'm like no thank you Mm-mm-mm. that's not going to happen for me so she says yes they are because that's what they believe in okay great um, but then Misha says Nicola I did not tell you this but I did get an answer from the tribunal and she continues on by saying listen no matter what they say i still love you listen that's great and all 
but it depends on what they say because I know for a fact he will not marry her. This relationship will be finito. I'm serious. I said that before. So, anyway, she continues on by saying, but fortunately, they gave me the annulment, so we are good to go. He says he loves it so much. Jasmine then says, um, you're going to lose your virginity. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. So, um, so the timeline for marriage, she says she's ready now. She wants to do it. And he agrees he's also ready. He says, you know, sex has to be between husband and wife, not boyfriend and girlfriend. And Statler, like I think most of us, said, fuck that. <laughs> I agree. Fuck that. I'm not, mm, yeah, anyway. So then we get a scene, you know, showing their intimacy, I guess. And at the end, like when he says, he makes that comment about um, how he thinks he knows what he's doing with women because of his fifth grade class. Um, Everyone on stage says, no, you don't. You're not ready. You have no clue what you're talking about. And Riley is quite vocal. (laughs) He says, I give him 38.7 seconds. Christian says, less than that. (laughs) Sean asks, why do you think you know so much about women and how they operate? And this just kind of shows his ignorance too. Also, just ignorant arrogance. He's arrogant. He thinks he knows it all. Um, he um, he says it's not rocket science. Yeah, it is. There are men who have been doing this shit for years and still don't know what they're doing. If it wasn't rocket science, science, more women. I'm talking women here, would be experiencing an orgasm. There are some women out there, poor souls, have never experienced an orgasm. Even those who have experienced an orgasm is not like it's every single time. So, yeah, you think it's easy. Okay. Christian says, listen, you need to study. You have some learning to do because as he later mentions, which I didn't really write down, but he later um, mentions that I don't think they teach you where the clitoris is. Yeah, they don't. They, They really don't. I mean, here's what I'll say. I do remember learning even in my Catholic high school, about the clitoris. Because my gym slash health teacher in grade nine taught us that. Didn't teach us in the sense of, well, maybe she kind of did, but honestly, it's a long time ago. (laughs) But she 
kind of talked about the fact like this is something that has a lot of nerve endings. Our whole body has nerve endings. And usually those nerve endings are either pleasure or pain. And said that the clitoris is full of all pleasure nerve endings, right? So you learn that. And I feel like as, as women, we should know that, right? So I remember that, but they teach you about the fundamentals of what it is, but they don't help men find it. <laughs> there are some men who don't know where it is or how to, you know, th- you know, but he wants to say he knows it all. You don't. Because there are men who are more experienced, light years more experienced, and don't know. Don't really know, right? And again, every woman clicks differently as well. So there's also that aspect of it. He's never been with another woman, so whatever. But he also is going to have to learn what makes her click. And it's not, it's not that's going to happen. But he does continue to be a little more dumb in this in, in a little bit. But Jasmine says um, it's more than just the actual intercourse of it. Like, great. That, and that's the easiest part is stick it here. That's the easy part. Um, but yeah, it, she, it's like, it's just more than that. Like you actually need to know how to pleasure her. And and that's the thing. This person is literally just going to stick it in because that's what the Bible says. Bible is for, yes, husband and wife, but it's when he also doesn't mention is that it's for reproduction. That is what you learn in Catholic church and Catholic church and Catholic religion, sex is for having babies. That's what they teach you. That's what I remember being taught. So all of the extra stuff, it doesn't matter because your goal is to get pregnant, right? Foreplay, forget it. You don't need that. Oral, really forget that. That's not a thing because those things do not lead to having a child. And this person is very religious. Um, and we'll kind of see that there's such differences between these two people than just the fact that they're both Catholic. Um, so, yeah, it, it that's literally what he'll do. I stick it here, and that's it. He's not going to do anything else. He doesn't understand any of that. And you can't make him watch, like, porn. Number one, porn's not real, for the most part. But also, number two, it's a sin. You're not supposed to. So how the hell does this man learn anything? Because, okay. But anyway, let's continue. Nicola says, listen, this is, this is it. This is the ignorance. If God intended sex for man and woman, so then why is it so hard? Okay. 
Um, yes, in a religious aspect of things, sure. Man and woman are expected to have sex, to procreate. That's the whole thing that the Bible tells you and whatever. Um, but yeah, um, men are dumb <laughs> half the time. And, um, some women, like I said earlier, just click differently. You know, like, I'm sure like what makes me tick is different than what my boyfriend's ex made them tick. You know, we're all different and you have to learn, um, each person that you're with, you know, but, uh, He he takes the Bible way too literal. That's what I feel. There's a reason why they say that women know women and men know men. There's a reason why they say that. Let's be real. Um, but we can't say that to a Catholic person. Anyway, this gets real, real worse. This, this man puts his foot in his mouth really quickly. Um. Anyway, he does then say, I will learn and she will teach me. That is the one good thing that I heard from him. Um, she says she can't wait to consummate the marriage. That's great. Um. Then Riley... This is amazing. Riley then says, Yeah, when you guys have sex, I'm like, Misha, Misha, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it was so funny. And Misha's like, Oh my God. He then says, like, He's um, going to need an inhaler afterwards. Because he's going to lose his breath. Uh, um, he says, and Nicola, I think, says, like, I won't be weird about it. You know, we'll have sex like, two times a day. Because we're, like, saying, like, he's still going to be a square afterwards. You know what I mean? But he says that he won't, he won't be like that. They're, they're going to, they're going to do it all the time. <laughs> okay. Um, and then we also find out which I didn't know, but I'm also not surprised by, is that the blue pill is a sin because it's a man-made drug to enhance sex. So it's it, it's a sin. You're not supposed to use those. All right. Um, <laughs> I, um, okay. What does one do then? This is, let me tell you something. This is why, for those who are people who are true crime fans, that men like this, we see it all the time. Men who are quote unquote religious snap when they're like not able to have sex because for whatever reason they have ED or whatever. This is why. This is why they're the ones that snap. 
So maybe we need to fucking change that. And I feel like the Catholic church is making strides because guess what? He wants to talk about how, you know, sex is meant for man and woman and all that. Your are your Pope. And, you know, I'll say my Pope too. Our Pope literally has made strides in the LGBTQ plus community that no other has. So what? (laughs) I hear the Bible and all of that, but we also have our head person who is telling us this is okay. You know, I don't know if we'll ever see that being able to, um, I think there's still work to be done. I don't know if that'll ever happen, but um, I don't know if I'll ever see same-sex marriage in a Catholic church. I don't know if I'll ever see that, um, but we are making strides. So it's 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 like, I don't know, I, I used too much for me. I couldn't. Anyway, then her daughters come out, Morea and Zavea. So they, do they think, Sean asked them, that they are a good couple, Misha and Nicola. And one of her daughters says, well, he is different than the other guys that my mom has been with. That's their answer. And, um, Sean then asked, do they think he would be a good stepdad to them? And they say, like, they just don't want to feel judged by him. Sattler does feel like he would judge the hell out of them and that they will not want to be at home. And then that in turn will affect their relationship with their mom. They clearly do not want that to happen. And Sean says, if they, like to Nicola, do you, if they want to bring a guy over, would you be okay with that? And he says, he's not going to make their life miserable. It is their home, Misha's home. You know, he's not going to make their life miserable. They hope that he is saying the truth here. And, um, and they also, on top of that, hope that they will keep, that he will keep his thoughts to Misha, and then that then won't get in the way of their relationship with their mother. Um, like, you know, if she starts to kind of be upset with them because of certain things. She says to them, listen, I can handle him. It's fine. Like, don't worry about it. Then we get some of those scenes where we see him being an absolute jerk to her. You know, the you're cute when you're mute thing and all of that. When we come back from that clip, there is nothing but complete silence in the studio. Misha tells, or Nikola tells Misha, don't cry because she's crying. And Statler says she can cry. Yeah, she definitely can. We need to stop that too. Stop telling women how to emote. Stop it. <laughs> Her daughters um, don't want 
her to marry someone who won't listen to her concerns, won't understand her concerns. And Sattler says, I see him invalidating your emotions here today on the stage. Like nothing has changed. And Sean asks that, you say you are the man. So what exactly does that mean to you? And he says, nothing bad, but you know, the man um, has to be a man and the woman has to be a woman. The fuck? <laughs> what does that mean? Um, and then he says, today in this world, I'm sorry for what I'm about to say, guys, um, but he said it. I'm just reporting the news. Um, he says, today in this world, men become women and women become a man. And I'm thinking to myself, so what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? Sorry, that's like an old, that's a saying my mom says, one that I've picked up over the years. But like, seriously, what does that have to do with anything? Sir, I guess he's saying that people are switching genders, which means in turn, they're switching roles. And that's just not what you're supposed to do, I guess. And I'm like, okay, you know what? This is why people like you, Nicola, that the LGBTQ plus community is hesitant of being religious in any sense because they are judged. We see with Sallow when she comes here and says, Misha's nice, but I'm really gay. And she's really Catholic. Point there. I've seen it um, with listening to reality gays. Maddie was brought up Catholic. He no longer identifies as such because judgment. It's, it's, it's funny how to me and why really and truly when it comes to my, my faith, I won't even necessarily say religion, but I still have my faith is I take such a step back in that because I'm like, I believe in what I believe in, but I don't want to go to a building where they tell me that, well, this is how it's supposed to be. And Catholic churches are way worse, I feel, than, well, it can get worse, but it's, you know what I mean? Like, it's just such judgment when we are taught that the only person who can judge is God himself. Yeah, here we have, in a way, I feel like little minions. Let's put it that way. It's a harsh way to put it, but that's that's one way of putting it. And I'm not talking everybody. I'm talking the extreme. I'm talking people like Nicola who are out here judging. When it's like, you don't have the right to judge me. You're an imperfect human. You cannot judge me. Only God can judge me. So why are you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, it's just, yeah, it, it, a lot of times it's like, believe in what you believe in. That is fine. Let me believe in what I believe in and let's stay out of each other's way. It, it's, and don't bring down other people because you want to make a point. I didn't like that. And that's what I felt like he was doing. So anyway, he, um, 
he continues to say that the man is the head of the house. He's the provider. Um, and the one you you uh, go to to get advice. My man comes to me a lot to get advice. Does that man mean he's not man enough then, Nicola? Like, what? Like, enough. This is... This is why... And I'm not saying this is why. But I feel like the umbrella of it. We're trying to have men realize they can feel their emotions and not shy away from them. But here is this guy saying, well, it's not what men do. We're the providers. We're the ones that you're going to, you have to come to, which means that we have to be strong ones. You know what I mean? Like, get out of here with that nonsense. Um, anyway, he continues to say that women need to follow the man. God created woman for man, not man for woman. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, sir. I was not created for anyone but my fucking self. I just so happen to have a man in my life who compliments that and respects me. You know what I mean? Respects me as a woman. And it's just this. Whole thing about, well, Eve came from the rib of Adam and all of this. And it's like, yeah. Rumor has it that it didn't start with Eve. Let me continue. So. Dempsey says, not in this day and age, 100%. Christian says, I feel like I'm hearing two different things here. One minute you're saying that women are for men and women are supposed to follow the man. And, you know, you're the head of the house and all of this. But on the other hand, you're also saying, but I'm not going to get in the way of Misha and her daughters. Like, I'm not here to make their life miserable. Like, which is it? He's 100% correct. Yeah, exactly. Which is it? Basically, like, I kind of wrote here, he's just going to be a toxic motherfucker. That's basically all it's going to come down to. Of course, he's going to judge her daughters, even if it is just Demisha. He's going to judge them. And then we'll get to a time where he will judge them to their face. 100% this guy can't control himself. Styler then says, yeah, I hear uh, two things as well. Bull and shit. (laughs) Uh, Misha says, or sorry, Nicola says, but it's in the Bible. That's what it's in the Bible. I don't give a shit what's in the Bible. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Hear what's in the Bible. He says, listen, women have to follow. No, the fuck I don't. I will not follow him, follow wherever he may be. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Christian says, then um, how are they equal then, if that's what you're saying? And I don't think he has ever once said that men and women are equal. He doesn't think that. 
um, yes, that's listen, it's in the Bible. It's, it's there. Then we hear from fucking Amanda. Forgot you were here, ma'am. But here we go. She says, listen, I agree with him. She's like, I'm not Catholic, but like the fact of like, you know, the men are the head of the household and, you know, that's the women and the children and, and God is above that. I'm like, oh, are you part of the quiverful movement, movement then? Like what's going on here? Are you part of the same shit the Duggars are part of? Because I'm pretty sure I heard that in that documentary. Happy people. Pretty sure I did. Yeah. Anyway, um, the other thing I'm going to say to you, Amanda, fuck you. Like, this is again another thing. It's not just the men that do this in these, like, devout religions, or where they're devout in their religion. It's not just the men, it's women do. It's 100% the women. And even take, take religion out of it. Women in general are the problem. And we talked about this with um, uh, Below Jack Down Under with Laura and the whole situation. We talked about that as well. Like, women are also very much the problem. It's not just the men, but the problem is, is that men are the biggest problem when it comes to something like this. When they're like this, it's... But I did like seeing Christian say, but how are we all equal? Because and he was really very vocal about, this is fucked up. <laughs> this is fucked up. Like, I don't know. Anyway. Um, so Christian says, that is one way to turn them off of religion. Agreed. You can't be forcing your views on them. They'll, they'll never want to be a part of a religion. So Sattler says, yeah, and guess what? Look at him. He's smiling. He's being inconsiderate of her feelings right now because Michelle's like crying as well still. Um, and uh, Sattler says, listen, I just hope you know that there are other Catholic men out there better for you than him. Um, and that there are other fish in the sea. I mean, God multiplied them or whatever, so <laughs> I, I, there are moments, I, I actually really do like Statler. I think Statler was a little too much with the whole Jasmine situation. She's not the one. I wouldn't be coming for her like that, but um, at the end of the day, though, I do like her. She got some dingers. I like it. Um, so basically, yeah, that's the end of that. The end of Misha and Nicola. We're taking a break now. So we see Misha is calling Nicola. So we're going to come and be going slightly back and forth between the conversation with Misha and Nicola, as well as um, the group while they're having lunch, I think. So, um, yeah, so Misha calls him. And she says, that was awkward. And she says she has a lot of nerves about the relationship. If you do, why are you with him? I feel like you shouldn't be nervous about it because I guess that I would ask for you to elaborate. What are your nerves? What exactly are they? Because if they're legitimate as to what we have just spoken about, then why are you with him? Jasmine is worried that Misha might just be settling 
Again, Amanda says that she agrees with him. I can't with her right now. Sailor says, be with someone Catholic. That is not the problem here. But be with someone who is emotionally intelligent at the very least and who's going to respect you. There are men who are Catholic and devout in their Catholicism who are not a Nicola. There are great guys out there who are religious. They are hard. They're there. And guess what? Who've probably had sex and know what they're doing. A lot more than what he knows. I'm just saying. You can tell that's important to her. Is someone who, in the grand scheme of things, can be intimate, can have that intimacy, be mature to have that intimacy. That's all around, not just the sex. But the sex part of it is also important to her. She mentioned that with her sister in the beginning. That, you know, she is worried about his experience level. Which is zero, ma'am. He doesn't have it. So now we're back with Nico Misha, and he says he um, is worried about the dynamic with her daughters. Okay, that's fair. That's fair to feel that way. Um, he says that his relationship is with Misha, if not with her daughters. But she says, listen, but I'm a package deal, and you knew this. Um, and she tells him on everything has to be a biblical speech. That says something that even she is saying. Not everything is a sermon. And that's actually the word she used. Not everything is a sermon. You can talk to them as if you are a human being. And um, he says, why not? That's who I am. That's his goal in life. And she says that it could be a wall that you're putting up. And then that could end up preventing my daughters to know who you are. 100%. But here's the other thing. He is Catholicism. And Catholicism is him. They're one and the same. He doesn't know anything else. Besides that, his website and fishing. That's it. That is it. Everything he does religion is the center. Everything. He doesn't have anything else. And it's not even to say like, okay, fine. Like you're not, you're, you're emotionally behind, I guess. I don't know. But he doesn't even have life experience. I feel what life experience do you have here to offer? You've had two girlfriends. You're going to, I guess marry the second one and um, you fish and you have a website all things this website is about religion and fishing he literally said well God was a fisherman Jesus was a fisherman so you know yeah everything he does revolves around religion and he has nothing to offer you think he's gonna work Maybe he can find a job at the church, maybe. But otherwise, like, this man has no intention of working, providing for his home, although he says he can't even 
He lived with his mom for 46 years and he wasn't providing there. He was working on a, there's no way he was making money from that stupid website. Anyway. So now we're back on stage and now we're going to be talking Riley and Violet. So he says, listen, because they show like all the scenes and stuff. He says, listen, it's common for Americans to have a private investigator. Right? And Sean says, okay, well, do we agree with this? No. The answer is no. <laughs> well, some people actually did. So we'll get to that in a second. He says, okay, listen, let me explain. If you're dating abroad, and you have suspicions about the person you're with, then you might want to hire someone to look into that person. Amanda agrees. She's like, I don't see a problem with it. Christian says, and I think this is a little bit of a better explanation. He says, she wasn't answering his questions. So I get it. I get why he was doing it. Even Tyree says that he agrees. And kind of said something similar to what Christian says. So Riley says she didn't communicate. And she lied as well. So what else was I supposed to do? Both Misha and Dempsey say, listen, this is too much. Like they want to be okay with a PI being hired. And Sean says, so then if she was lying and she wasn't communicating, why didn't you just break up with her? Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. That, that's a logical way of handling this. And um, he says that he did. He did break up with her. But then what she would end up doing is getting in contact with his family members to beg them to tell him to contact her. Okay, so this is what I want to say. This is why you don't introduce people to her till you yourself have met her in person. At least that. Then you can tell them about her. Say, yeah, I'm with her, with this person, blah, blah, blah. If you want her to talk to them, by all means, I get it. If you want that too, because they were together for two years, that's fine. But don't allow them to be in contact with her directly. Say, no, 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 no. Don't, don't do that. Let me at least meet her in person first. Let me at least establish that in person we can be compatible. Have some fucking boundaries. There is no boundaries in this relationship. And I do wonder, is that him or is that her? Like, I, I don't know. Um, so Sean says, but you know, you didn't have to contact her. Thank you again, Sean. Thank you. Way to state the obvious, right? But clearly you have to with these fucking people. Like, what the fuck? Anyway. So, now Tiffany's here. Of course she is. <laughs> and the one question, apparently, that she still wants answered is, why is she still on the app? Like, why did she have the... Listen, Tiffany, her being on the app is the least of the fucking concerns at this point. My girl may or may not be pregnant. I don't give a shit about the app at this point, but apparently we're going to talk about the app now. Um, so Violet says that, listen, when they decided to be together, 
she deleted the app off of her phone, but did not know she had to delete the app, uh, sorry, the account, not just the app. I've done this. I'm pretty sure I still have a dating app floating around somewhere. Um, I didn't delete the app I or delete the account. I just deleted the app. Now, however, I probably have not been active for years now because I haven't been on the app. I have no reason to be on the app. I have no app, dating app on my phone. None. So, yeah, I... I get what she's saying, but then when he says that's kind of bullshit because, um, you know, she still appears active because Sean says like, you know, is she active? He says, yeah, like she'd be active like two days before or whatever. Like her account is active. So if she is what she is saying is true. That she deleted the app off of her phone, but not the account. But you're not going on the account. Then it should say that the last you've been active was like two years before, not two days before. You know? So she then says, like, I'm not a tech. And, um, and then she kind of says, like, listen, he knows that. I'm still active, but like, how would he know that if he wasn't on the app too? Checking if I'm still active. And Jasmine says, I have done this before. I have dated online before. And she says, if I'm not interested in someone, I keep, you know, that app open to keep my options open. And Sean says, what did you think? She's not interested in him. She's like, I mean, <laughs> come on now. I don't know if that's so much it for Violet. Um, but I think Violet, I don't know. I can't get a read on Violet because I don't know Violet. I don't know enough about her to get much of a read on her. And everyone, though, does think that maybe that is what's going on. Um. But Christian doesn't really think that's what's going on. But she now says that um, she also went on the app to check on him. But she never told him that she was doing those things. That I can understand. I think we've all done it. I know I did that with my ex to see if he was still active. When I met him, you know, many years ago, I thought, you know, let me check. And I would see that he wasn't active on it, but eventually, listen, but eventually when I suspected he was cheating on me, yeah, damn well know I went back onto that app. So at that point I had deleted it, but then I brought it back up on my phone, checked it, and I would see, oh, he's been active. He's been active. So, you know what I mean? And, um... I did the same thing with my current as well in the very, very beginning where I'd be like, is he active? Y'all, he damn well deleted the app, like deleted his account. I couldn't find the account. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and that was that. So, you know, yeah, like I kept doing that. I definitely kept doing that. 
Um, but I don't think that's what was going on in here. Because then why wouldn't she say to him, why wouldn't she say to him, I know you're on the app? Like, why wouldn't either person say, I know you're on the app? That's the thing. I do wonder about him too. Like, I don't know. But really hurt because she is the one that told him to get off the app. If you're on the app to check if he's on it and you then see he's been on it, why wouldn't you tell him what's the point of going on there and checking? Because I know damn well I would have. I would have said something. I'm like, why are you on the app? I went on there to check to see if you're on the app and you're on the app while you're on it. Because then that then invalidates him. That says, okay, you know, he's the one that's fucked up here. (laughs) And said, you know, she looks like she's the one that's fucked up here. So anyway, then we get the clip again of finding out that she was pregnant. Jasmine says, listen, you had all of this doubt about her. But then you went and you had unprotected sex. Like, what are you thinking? Agreed. Yeah. He says, it was the last night, so I didn't expect it. And he came, um, she came, sorry, she came on her own, your point. And yeah, I'm just like, what does that have to do with anything? You were told to pack them. Tiffany told you to. And you didn't. And and then I'm also curious. I mean, I don't I don't I don't want to think about these two at all, but did you know pull out? Guaranteed he didn't. Because he probably thinks, well, I can't get her pregnant because of my medication anyways. So I'm not gonna pull out. Cause that's how fucking men think. Oh, you you probably can't get pregnant, so you know? Like did you not at least try to prevent it from happening? At least, if you didn't have protection? Like, how dumb. <laughs> there has to be, like, if she's lying, there has to be a reason for her to lie. She has, not the reason, but she needs something, some sort of ammo in order to lie about her being pregnant. Which I don't think that he pulled out even clearly just did what he had to do in her to give her that ammo. Are you dumb? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like, why would you do that? Because at least then, if she did the same thing, but you pulled out, you would be like, but I pulled out. Like, what? What are the chances that his quote-unquote pre-com, as we all hear, or the triples or whatever, made it happen. It happens. It happens. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. But if this guy's on medication, then it's definitely not going to happen with that in mind. And she's not like in, you know, her childbearing years at this point either herself. So, I mean, I'm just saying. Anyway. And um, so he says that um, he had to keep it a secret because she asked him to. And she says, listen, the reason I asked for that was because in Vietnam, it's not acceptable to broadcast things between a couple like that. Um, It's just, it's frowned upon. You're not supposed to do that, which we knew this. 
we were told this in the beginning. So Tiffany says, anyone in a situation like this who are dating someone abroad, please bring protection with you. Thank you. I agree. Yeah. Come on. Violet says, well, he told me um, he could not have a child. He thinks I um, had sex with someone else at the time that I got pregnant. She gets emotional at this point, um, and he says, there's science, and then there are miracles. So, yeah, he's trying to say, science says, I can't do that. So, so Sean says, you know, I'm sorry you're emotional, but can you tell us what happened? So she says, after he left, I did the pregnancy test. Then he had asked me to buy another one and do the test in front of him. So she says she did that and she called him while doing the test. And um, Sean says, so with that, you still didn't believe that she was pregnant? He says, I'm not a woman, but would you not go to a doctor to confirm the pregnancy? Riley, based on what you told us, it's not that she ever wanted to not go to a doctor. She just didn't want to go to the international doctor. So, um, yeah. (laughs) But, yes, you would go to the doctor who would order blood work, who will then be able to confirm a pregnancy. Yes, that's usually how it works. Um, so she says... He wanted me to go to the international hospital um, to get checked. And she says, financially, I can't afford that. I'm just a teacher. It's very expensive. Like, I can't do that. He says, no, listen, I call the hospital and I put a card on file. So there is no reason why you couldn't go. He did say that. He was going to pay for it. Um... And Sean says, you know, she does have her own doctor. Like, why did you want her to go to the international doctor? And he says he didn't want her to go. And we know it's already because they don't speak English. And the international doctor does. And um, he says, main thing is, I don't believe the timeline. He feels that she um, just didn't like the fact that he walked away so easily. And that he needed to chase her. That's what he thinks she was feeling. He believes she would be, if she would lie to him about pregnancy, in order for him to commit to her. And she says, he is always looking for a way to be suspicious of me. And she's crying at this point, but Violet, you're not helping yourself. I'm suspicious of you too. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not suspicious of him, because I am. But you, you don't allow him. You, I felt that not, no way in hell did she allow for him, not for him, but allow for this relationship to progress into something. Because I didn't even feel like they were in a relationship. I felt like they are, um, they were friends. Not even that. 
acquaintances. It's the weirdest dynamic between these two people. So, I mean, yeah. He says, own your bullshit. And Jasmine asks, do you really think that she's capable of lying to you in order to manipulate you? Yes, he does think that. Then Sean asks, are you pregnant with Riley's child? And that's it for part one. So next time on, people are coming for Christian. Thank God. Amanda is mean to Rasmin. That's what Jasmine says. And of course, Amanda laughs. And she says, I wasn't being mean. I was processing my emotions. The fuck? You can't process your emotions without being a bitch? That's a concern. Um, and she says, you don't know me, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> what the fuck were people thinking casting this moron of a person, this monster of a person. She can't even have, like, she can't even look at herself and say, that's how I am. I think I need to change that. No, because this is how she's been for the better part of her adult life. A horrible individual. Okay. Anyway. We wonder, is David still talking to Amy? We don't know. We'll find out. Violet says that she um, did not necessarily want to contact him, I guess, about the pregnancy, but felt that she needed to tell him. And um, then this question is floated on, will they or won't they get back together? And then we find out that um, she's going to be going to the States. Whoa. And then we call, quote-unquote, Christian, because Tybrae's ready now. And then also the comment about Christian being a wolf on a prowl. Did he say that? I remember that. If he said that, Oh, that's even grosser. And we find out that the bar chick is here. This is how I know she's a fucking producer plant. Come on now. <laughs> but that is it for part one of the tell-all for B90. I feel so far this is actually going really well. So, but um, that's it for now, guys. For... B90 for this week. So if you like what you heard, please share reality tea times two with everyone in your life. That's going to help with our growth. And we really want to grow this podcast. Another way you can grow it is by also rating and reviewing us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The links to those podcast links to the Spotify and Apple Podcasts will be in the show notes. Also, 
You can find us on any of your favorite podcast apps, but if there is an app that you don't see us on, that you want to see us on, please let me know and I can get that up on my podcast app. If you are an avid YouTube user, you can listen to this podcast on YouTube by going to Reality Tea Times 2. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by connecting with us on either Facebook at Reality Tea Times 2 or Instagram and threads at Reality Tea Times 2 Podcast. You can also email us. We would love to hear from you. Also, if you want to guest on the podcast at some point, whether we talk about your favorite show or just get to know each other, you can email us at realitytimes2 at hotmail.com and you can make that request and we can talk and we can figure that out. So you can email us at that email. We have a new website where you can get links to everything. You can get links to our Facebook page, Instagram page, threads, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everything your heart's desire, as well as we do now have a Discord. So you can you can follow us and talk to us on the Discord app. You can get all of that information at the website. And the website is www.solo.to forward slash reality t times two. I also have a new podcast with my friend Mikkel called Next Take Podcast. And you can either listen to us at YouTube at the link that's going to be in the show notes. I believe that is Next Take Podcast. And you can also go to our website there. You can have all the links to all of our social medias, email, everything. Our episodes as well will be at the website, which is www.solo.to forward slash next take podcast. All of the information, everything that I have just said will be in our show notes. Well, that's it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye. Have you ever thought of starting your very own podcast? Doing the research, I found something that would have made editing easy and seamless and makes the podcasting experience just that much easier. And I am talking about Ludo. This is a podcast software that I use for editing of our episodes. It is amazing. It is easy. You're also able to get help from doing chats and getting the information that maybe you just need a little more help with. They also have access to different articles that can also help you that have been just godsends for me. Also with the Ludo, 
you can create clips, you can do your ads, that's just like this very one I'm doing right now, and you can create your trailer very seamlessly just by the clicks of buttons. You can also use Aludu to publish your episodes just straight from the software. It's so easy. I highly, highly recommend it. You can get access to Aludu by using our unique link, which you can find on our show notes, just down there at the bottom at the show notes. And you can get access to an easy software. software.